everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Mixing It Up with Maggie. As you guys know, January has been all about self-improvement. We started off with Carmen and her Muay Thai lessons um, in and out of the ring. We also heard from Miguel and moving out and being independent. However, none of these could be completely accomplished without setting your mind to this goal and keeping focus. So... I thought it was very appropriate to invite Angela um, here to talk to us about the practice of mindfulness. Hi. Um, Yeah, my name is Angela Varkeja, and I'm an exercise specialist and a certified yoga teacher. And most recently, um, I've been studying a form of yoga called Cayute Yoga. It comes out of Brazil and was created by Francisco Cayute, and it focuses on working from the joints rather than the muscles. With that, mindfulness and meditation. Talk a little bit about what mindfulness really is and what are you what are some misconceptions that you that you hear often about mindfulness and also yoga because I feel like they're somewhat interrelated. Well, people assume that meditation is connected some people assume that meditation is connected with a specific religion, but That's it's more of a philosophy towards life you know it teaches heightened levels of consciousness love compassion and patience and meditation uh, is one of those elements is is an element of mindfulness so a common misconception um, is that we're not supposed to have thoughts when we meditate and that we keep our minds you know empty or blank that's true I hear that a lot but you know we can observe those thoughts that come into our mind, acknowledge them, accept them without judgment, and then let them go. You know, so it's not about, oh, I should, you know, I need to keep my mind blank. And then you start thinking about your whatever grocery list or, and then it's okay. You just observe them, acknowledge them, accept them, and then just let them go and go back to focusing on whatever it is, you know, you're focusing. It could be a, your breath, a mantra, just very simple, very simple things. Another misunderstanding is that um, yoga, with, the, with with yoga, it has to do with the body, but it's really not a physical activity, um, according to my Cayute teacher. Anyway, yoga was meant; um, it was never meant to stretch the muscles, as that causes unstable joints and an unstable mind. Uh, yoga was created like four thousand years ago to prepare the body to sit for long periods of time in which to meditate and to ease the varities, which are the fluctuations of the mind, and to extend life. So we use the body to establish a state of presence, but sometimes when we use the body to detach the mind, not what yoga is. It was never meant to be an exercise, you know? And so it's kind of funny because in America, kind of wherever, it's it's become like you hear yoga size and you hear all kinds of, you know, power yoga and that's not really what yoga is. I first met you last year while I was working at a community media center. And you came in um, with Leslie, who also um, practices mindfulness. And you were teaching the youth about mindfulness and how it could be related to, again, to like, you know, staying present, staying focused, especially because we were in a creative environment. Because to be honest with you, I was a little skeptical. I'm going to be honest. Are the kids going to like it? The, the thought of them, you know, again, like staying present is very difficult because we see how attention 
has decreased over the years, but, but we were in a creative environment. And I think um, now that I'm also like self-employed, I'm seeing how difficult sometimes it is to stay focused and how it's important, especially when you're being creative and you're kind of working for yourself. How do you think being mindful can help people that are trying to be creative? Definition. I heard this really great quote um, from Leslie, but I don't I know where he got it from a book he was reading. But mindfulness is paying attention on purpose. So, you know, mindfulness is about being present in the moment, being aware of our thoughts and feelings and our actions. And um, like a good example of uh, a, a mo mindful moment would be brushing your teeth. You know, just when you're brushing your teeth, just being there in the moment, feeling the sensation of the brush in your mouth, the, like the taste of the toothpaste on your tongue, the temperature of the water in your mouth. So just observing and cultivating mindfulness helps us to develop an observer mind. You know, with our thoughts, we think that our thoughts are reality when actually most of the time our thoughts are just based on past thoughts. Okay. So, which is kind of trippy, right? So it's just like a loop. So the thoughts that trigger emotions can cause our brain to have a chemical reaction, which can become an obsession, which in turn turns into a memory, which then becomes our reality. So kind of knowing that, you know, once we have the ability to observe, we have a choice to change our thoughts and create another or new reality. It also like, it creates new pathways in our brain. So we don't fall into the same old, same old, you know? It's but, but that can be a little bit overwhelming sometimes because, for example, when I was 15 years old, I had like really bad headaches and I was diagnosed with migraines and they were like, well, we have to check you physically to see if you're all right. So I, I, I went in the doctor, I did my MRI and all of that and I was fine. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to send you to this person now. And, and actually she recommended me to do meditation and all. She's like, just think about you breathing. And then immediately when you, when you start thinking about you breathing, like you even breathe weird. I don't know if that's just me or you, you start really paying attention to like, Oh my God, I'm breathing. Like, how am I, how do I do this without thinking every day? So thinking about like brushing your teeth and all that stuff could be kind of weird at the beginning or jarring. When we're doing something mundane or just something we do every day without thinking about it, we're, our minds are either in the future or in the past. So we're not thinking about just that moment. So by bringing yourself into that moment, just a simple exercise, try, trying to to learn a practice of just, I'm sitting on the bus, the, the bus is running late, instead of getting all caught up in, oh, I'm going to be late, my emotion on what's going to happen, and then in the future, and I'm going to get to work, I'm going to be, no, it's just like, okay, so the bus is late, so observe, so you're just observing, like, okay, so the bus is late, I'm sitting on the bus, I could feel that I'm getting stressed, but that's okay, because it's it's just an emotion, so, so that's mindfulness, but meditation is a little bit different than mindfulness, so mindfulness is being in the moment, right being in the moment and observing what you're doing doing little exercises like that just trying to be present because really the past is the past right it's gone right. and the future it doesn't exist all we have is right now so the fact that we don't exist in the right now most of the time is it's kind of sad because we're losing what's real what's here and now right this moment you know meditation is one of the elements of mindfulness like you were talking about, you know, um, the meditation, the breath. Meditation is about taking a moment and like a quiet moment, which you can do almost anywhere 
on a park bench at the at a bus stop you can do it while you're driving at a red light you can just stop for a moment and just take three deep breaths just take a deep breath and just connect to yourself connect to your inner self you can you know start with 10 minutes a day just set aside 10 minutes a day get quiet sit and just close your eyes and breathe like like the doctor said you know breath in Mm -hmm. breath out Set a timer on your watch three times a day. Your your watch goes off and it tells you, you get a little beep and you stop right. for a moment and just take three deep breaths. So I used to do kickboxing and there was a period between the, the cardio portion and like the actual hitting the bag where we were supposed to stretch. And the instructor will tell us like you're stretching this part of your body and if you don't feel it there, you're you're not doing it right. So you kind of had to be there in the moment, present, and seeing where am I feeling that stretch. And it, it forced me to be very kind of, again, mindful of where am I stretching? Am I doing my stretches correctly? They were instructing us and they would be like, okay, so now you should feel something here or you should be feeling like this. And you're like, am I feeling like this? No. Okay. Where am I? What's going on? What's wrong? Versus yes, I am here. And obviously, like you said, practice, the more I went, the more I was able to go kind of with the instructor. If the instructor said, I'll, you were feeling it by the time he would say, you will feel it in your toes. I would, I would already been feeling it because I've been doing it for a while and I know how to do it. That was probably if thinking about being mindful, that was like a great experience, but it kind of, it, it was a little, I guess, guided or forced in a way because you had somebody telling you, now you should be feeling like this. And you kind of had to self-evaluate and say, am I feeling like this? Why am I not? Oh, well, that's funny because with, with this this yoga that I'm studying now, the Kayut yoga, it's really mindful in the same way that, you know, you remain in positions, like you stay in positions and it's most of it is done on the floor and, and gravity is used. It's, you know, it's not force. It's just with gravity and it causes sensations in the body that can be challenging. And when you have those challenges, it does help you to keep present. So I want to talk a little bit about staying focused. How can the practice of mindfulness help us stay focused on, on our tasks? So mindfulness, it helps us in our daily lives, you know, when we're trying to achieve a specific goal or trying to make a big change in our lives. So it helps with stress. It improves mental health and it helps with emotional regulation. If we want to make a change in our life, our first natural reaction is to resist change. So, you know, it's, it's easy to just sort of be distracted. But if we really want to make a change, our natural reaction is to resist it and to self-sabotage because that's human. Instinctively, we imagine the worst case scenario, but we have 80,000 thoughts a day in our brain, going through our brain, and 90% of those are not conscious. So we worry constantly about everything. You know, subconsciously, we're, we're having so much stuff go through our brain that we're not aware of. You know, I mean, if people don't want to make a change, they're not going to make a change. But if you want to make a change and learn to be able to focus more, you know, get involved in what it is you're doing without being distracted, mindfulness is the great way to do it. It teaches our brain. First of all, our brain actually, the, the gray brain matter grows. It grows with people who meditate on a regular basis. So it does 
change our actual brain and it changes our brain pattern. This goes back to the question, to the comment I made about distractions. I have a lot of people, especially people my age and younger, who like sometimes even avoid social media because of everything that's going on. How can being mindful and, and doing this practice sometimes help us cope with just things that we cannot control. I think that that's that, that's like a better question. Like yeah. things that we can't control because it, it has to do with politics and social issues. And it could be some completely overwhelming. I did a podcast last year with Destiny, who actually used to work at the media center. Sometimes she's like, you know what? Sometimes we need to take this kind of like social media detox. You know what? It ignites flight, fight, freeze or fight, flight, freeze. Yes. And that's just a natural and that's traumatizing. So we, so I think, you know, avoiding not getting obsessed, not getting, you know, cause sometimes people get home and they turn on CNN and it's like reading the paper and listening to this and, and it's just, it's exhausting and it's scary. I think practicing mindfulness, you know, having a regular practice, it helps us to cope better in stressful times because we're, we can become aware of our thoughts and feelings. So when you have an awareness of your thoughts and feelings, you're not consumed by them. So mm-hmm. we make more conscious choices and then we can better affect a social change. So it's action, not reaction. I mean, sometimes we have to fight, you know, like going out to the march. That's great. That's like everybody getting together, marching together. But it's not about, you know, picking up, um, you know, garbage cans and throwing it at people who don't believe in what we believe in. You know, it's it's just being mindful, um, joining together and being more in control of our emotions so that we don't react in negative ways. In, in learning to start this practice, a lot of my listeners are here in New York City or in Florida or in Orlando and also a big, a big city. Um, how can we also find a place or a quiet place or make our place something that enables us to also meditate? I guess if you feel you want to really go into a deeper meditation practice there's places that you can there's all kinds of meditation centers in new york if you want to learn with a group that's a great way so you just go on the on google and and look up meditation centers and there's so many there's a buddhist temple in the upper west side that's a place i used to go when i lived in the city years ago it's in japanese and in english the ceremony and the the monk is just oh he's so adorable he just giggles a lot he's just so sweet (laughs) And then there's like meditation with that. So it's really, you know, that's really nice. It's a really nice ceremony to participate in. There's um, other Buddhist temples in the city as well. And, you know, online, you can go to YouTube and just press in meditation. um, And there's all kinds of, um, you know, meditation music or guided meditations. Take some time and meditate in your bedroom. You can always just get some earplugs, put some earplugs on or in your ears and just breathe and then you know pick whatever it is that you want to you can think of a color going in as you breathe mm. in and a color going out like i feel like that's like a good way to start yeah that's i like i like that one i just you know so i just when you breathe in i what i do is i think of i, I usually pick like a color blue and i breathe in and i think of this where my brain is being empty and then the sacrum, the bottom of my spine being empty. And when I breathe in, I think of it swirling around mm. in my brain, this beautiful blue swirl. And as I, and then it goes down the back of my spine and then it swirls around in the base. And then as I exhale, it comes back up again. It's great that we might not get it on the first try, but there's always like this whole thing about practicing because I mentioned to you earlier off the podcast that 
this is, you know, this is the time around, you know, January where a lot of people's, you know, these kind of like New Year's resolutions and things, the momentum kind of decreases and there's always like, okay, well, I have to do this now. I have to do this and I can't. They see their goal or whatever it is that they had in their mind to achieve move further away. When I see that people practice it and even me in doing like the little research I did before before this. Like what you were talking about, how your brain then works differently and maybe you're you become a much more maybe like positive person um, in general. And then you I love I love when people re- radiate that outwards because sometimes you see somebody and you're like, how can you be so happy? Like, how can you be, you know, how, do you get that? I feel like you and Leslie might get that. You know, Leslie, my boyfriend, he is that he is. I just, you know, he's like one of the happiest people I've ever met. And even when he's exhausted and he works so hard and he never says no to anybody, he's just such a great heart. And he used to be an athlete. So there was a lot of testosterone and mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, aggression and stuff like that. And he has been meditating for 25 years and he's, and it's, he said it's just changed him. Like he's a genuine, beautiful spirit and it just radiates. It just you could just see it in his eyes. I have to say, it is intoxicating, and I and I've only been, you know, I've only seen him a few times, and it was yeah. within the context of kind of in a way work, um, but but still, it's like it's very intoxicating. Yeah, because it's just so full of positive. It's positive and loving and kind, and it's everything that it's everything that we are meant to be. That's that's a good that's he's a good example of of the benefits of mindfulness. Finally, Angela, where when you know you said that you were returning to New York, people are listening. A lot of my friends and, and family members are here in New York City. If somebody would love to um, take a class and maybe even if you're not the person instructing or or Leslie, where can they go to take a class? And maybe if you guys are teaching or how can they find more resources with about you guys, if, if you don't mind? Well, I have a Facebook page um, and it's Total Body Guidance. But I have my information, contact information there and people can and my number. I can give you my phone number. Leslie and I do things together. Um, and if not us, there's, like I said, there's places to go to learn meditation at yoga centers and or meditation centers. But yeah, definitely. They reach out to me through my Facebook page or um, my, my number. Angela, thank you so much for, you know, you are all the way in Canada and we, we, we try to connect and we did connect Yes, we did it. Um, you see, if we put our minds to it, you know, pun intended, <laughs> we can accomplish anything. Um, and so thank you um, again for, for being on Mixing Up with Maggie, taking the time, because I know that you're very busy, um, to sit down and talk to us about uh, mindfulness and yoga. And hopefully um, we can have you back or Leslie as well. Um, I would love to to talk more because I, I think that this is kind of like an ongoing thing and we can bring in so many other um, elements into it as well. Well, thank you so much for um, asking me to do this. I just think that being mindful and meditation is, are very easy tools that we can, uh, that are within us. They're there within us. There's nothing negative about it. There's only, only beautiful things can come from it. So um, 
don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And it's obtainable for all. And it's uh, it's like the fountain of of youth and freedom. Um, thank you again. And again, you guys, thank you for listening. Um, I hope you guys put some of these practices um, in your life and don't get discouraged, even though, you know, it's almost the end of January or it is the end of January. And, uh, you know, whatever resolutions you guys had or whatever, it's kind of like what what Angelo is saying. It's in the past. We have to move forward with whatever tools we have and it's everything is within us and we just really need to tap into it thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for next week